0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: And hello again, Real Presence live listeners. Back for hour two. Unfortunately, uh, Melissa know, will sad. not be here for the rest of the hour. But we thought, uh, you know, Linda was was had so much good stuff to say. We didn't want to cut into her time um, and cut her off early. So, uh, but we did want to say um, goodbye yeah, to farewell Melissa. And to have a me. chance to say goodbye because. You have people listening.
2: Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, and I, as I mentioned earlier, music ministry is kind of crazy sometimes, especially when you do funerals. So I got a call that said, "We need you to come canter a funeral." So that's where I am
0: headed. So, um, and unfortunately, it's embarrassing to say I don't really even know who it is. Oh, well, <laughs> like, they don't. They don't tell me. That's so how it works. Yeah. Yes,
2: if we pay, like, I'll be praying for the repose of the soul of whoever it is, and I don't. I don't know if you guys can actually do that. Just be like. Whoever Melissa went to sing the funeral for, we're oh, praying for go. the repose of their soul.
1: We'll say it right now. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord.
0: It may perpetual light shine on them forever. May Amen. their
1: souls and souls of all the faithful departed to the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen. Well,
0: awesome. well thank you very much, Nick. And
1: thank you for joining us this morning. And our next guest coming up is uh, Roxanne. Klakula, and I think I did it right, um, who is uh, involved with the Stephen Ministry at Holy Spirit uh, just up the road here in Rochester. And have been wanting to, uh, to talk about this for some time since I saw the little blurb about it on the website, and I'm excited we get a chance to do that today. So welcome to the show, Roxanne.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation.
1: And uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. I am currently serving as a pastoral associate and administrator here at Holy Spirit Catholic Church, and I've been at Holy Spirit for the past five years. But for the past 30 years, I have been working for the Catholic Church and Catholic nonprofit organizations in the U.S. and also Eastern Europe.
1: Oh, wow. What parts of Eastern Europe?
2: Uh, The Czech Republic. Oh, beautiful.
1: Beautiful. Um so, uh, for those who aren't familiar with what a pastoral associate does, I guess it's probably better to say what doesn't the pastoral associate do but uh, could you give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what what that position involves?
2: Yes, yeah. it is sort of a catch all position uh, I coordinate our r c i a program uh, i 'm a bereavement coordinator, hmm. director of our liturgical ministry program hmm. um and in addition, I handle a lot of the administrative duties here at Holy Spirit. Um, I plan. I, I offer contemplative prayer sessions. Oh, I do a variety of of, of different things. It's, it's really an interesting job, I'm, I'm very blessed to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had the had the blessing to work in a parish, not here in this area, but in another area. Uh, work in a parish, um, not as pastoral associate, but to see on the other on the other side of things just how much pastoral associates do um, is really amazing. Uh, you know, to the average Catholic, probably you figure, okay, I show up on Sunday, right? I know Father does Mass and other things during the week, and that's about it, right? And there's all these people in the office. I don't know what they do other than, you know, print out baptismal certificates or something, right? Um, but there's, right. there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Um, and, uh, You're also involved uh, with a great ministry. Like I said, really excited to talk about it, the Stephen Ministry. Um, Could you tell us uh, a little bit about that?
2: Yes. Uh, Stephen Ministers are trained to provide one-to-one Christ-centered care. Hmm. Uh, They have a compassionate heart for those who are hurting, and they are equipped with caring ministry skills by Stephen Leaders. A Stephen Minister typically has one care receiver at a time and meets with that person once a week to listen care, pray, encourage, and offer emotional and spiritual support. Mm. Um, You know, we refer to Stephen Ministers as the after people. They Mm. are there after the phone call you hoped you would never get, Uh. after the funeral when everyone has left and you find yourself alone, consumed Mm. with grief, after the doctor says, I'm sorry, but there is nothing more we can do. Yeah. After the relationship falls apart and the bottom mm-hmm. falls out of your life, or mm-hmm. after the nursing home director shakes your hand and says, "Welcome to your new
1: home," wow, wow. So, what a what a powerful thing to be able to to have people to step into that space in such a such a scary time. There's a lot of times where I think those situations get kind of front loaded, uh, right when when a, the the event itself happens, right. But you're right that that after. Is uh, sometimes a hard time for people to find support during that time. Absolutely, and that's uh, where we come in. So, how did uh, how did this idea kind of get started? How did the Stephen Ministry kind of get started at uh, at Holy Spirit?
2: Well, about three years ago, Father Tom Loomis, our pastor here at Holy Spirit, received information in the mail about Stephen Ministry and asked me to look into the organization and shortly after I attended a week-long training to become a Stephen Stephen leader in order to coordinate the ministry here at Holy Spirit. We now have two trained Stephen leaders, 12 trained Stephen ministers, and currently several individuals who are training.
1: So it's really
2: grown in the last two years.
1: Beautiful. So this is not just, um, just at Holy Spirit. It's in other parishes around the country as well?
2: It is. It is actually um, all around the world. Wow. So Stephen Ministry, it's out of an organization that began in 1975, and um, it's out of an organization in Ohio. And it has spread. It's in every state, 10 provinces in Canada, and 30 foreign countries.
1: Wow, that's amazing. And uh, Stephen Ministry, I'm guessing, is named after uh, St. Stephen, the deacon. Am I That correct is in correct. Okay. That
2: is correct. Very good.
1: And that uh, that makes sense, right? Because those first deacons, we we read that part in the Acts of the Apostles, where people come to the apostles and say, "Hey, you're forgetting about these widows. You're forgetting about uh, you know these orphans. Do something for them, right?" Um, and That's the Stephen ministry really ministers uh, to those who often get forgotten, right?
2: That is correct. Yes.
1: Uh, So if you're just joining us now, uh, Nick Medelsky here in Rochester, Minnesota at St. James Coffee. We're speaking with Roxanne Klockula from uh, Holy Spirit here in Rochester, uh, talking about the Stephen Ministry Program. So uh, you talked about uh, you have a few individuals in training, some people who are already trained. Uh, What does that training process look like?
2: So for parishioners who wish to become a Stephen minister, they complete an application and interview prior to beginning training. The training consists of 10 weekly sessions that focuses on active listening skills, a process approach to caring, which means that God is the cure-giver, we are just the caregiver, and trusting that God will bring the results that the care receiver needs. Mm -hmm. Christ Christ is a source of the hope and healing that Stephen ministers offer their care receivers, the training is quite intensive, and after a student minister completes the training and is commissioned, we continue to meet for monthly supervision and support. Hmm.
1: So so, so not unlike uh, other, uh, well, not unlike a lot of um, mental health care professionals, right, with uh, a very intensive training but very continuous uh, follow-up and supervision and all those sorts of things. Um, and, of course, our um, now, what, what kind of background do people come from who, who become Stephen Ministers? Are they, are they people with a background in, say, social work or something like that, or do they kind of come from all walks of life? How does that work?
2: You know, they, they come from all walks of life. We, we have several that are former nurses at Mayo, hmm. one who is a retired uh, counselor, um, and, and that person is sort of uh, a resource for us that yeah. we go to. Uh, so we're very fortunate to have him. Um, and so they're, they're, and they're people that have experienced challenges themselves in their own life. And so we partnered them with a care receiver that, you know, maybe shared that, that same challenge.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's really fascinating. Uh, so how, how long does the process take? Or is that kind of individually? Um... Uh, for training? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's you
2: know it's it's a ten week course. We start with ten weeks, and we cover a lot of material. There are two two large manuals and three additional books wow. that that Stephen ministers have to read and go through. And then we have a lot of discussions. Um, and then after that, you know, we continue with some continuing education at times, and again at during our monthly supervision.
1: And uh, are you, is, is Holy Spirit the only parish in uh, the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, that, that's doing this program right now?
2: As far as I know, yes.
1: Okay, all right. And I, then, uh, do, uh, no, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I believe that there's a parish in Burnsville, a Catholic okay. parish, that has okay. a Stephen ministry program. Uh, but there aren't a lot of Stephen ministry programs here in Minnesota.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's that's interesting. It's a good thing we're talking about it, right? Maybe it'll plant some seeds um, and more people will get get involved in it because uh, it really is a, a valuable um, service, uh, ministry, to be able to offer to people. Um, <laughs> I had another question on the tip of my tongue. Oh, so uh, so then do you have people from, from the other parishes here in Rochester that are also involved, or is it mostly parishioners at Holy Spirit?
2: The covenant that we sign with Stephen Ministries is says that we can only train our own parishioners. Oh, wow. So all of our Stephen ministers are parishioners here at Holy Spirit. However, we provide care to anyone.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. And that's that's probably just um, more of a, um, it, it, it makes sense in a way, right? Because you're going to know your own parishioners better than you might know ones from other parishes, so it helps you, um, you know, it would make sense that your parish would train your parishioners, but then... Be able to serve pretty much anyone, right? Um, right? And I'm guessing it's not. I'm guessing it's not just Catholics, right? Who who are uh, recipients of this ministry. Or, That's or right. We we
2: minister to anyone, and it, it, Stephen Ministries is a Christian organization. So there are several denominations. I think oh. 138 different denominations that have Stephen Ministry programs within their churches.
1: Oh, wonderful. So it's a nice uh, nice ecumenical uh, program to get yeah. involved with. So that's, that's awesome. That's great to hear. Um, well, we are uh, coming up on a break here, and when we come back from that break, uh, we'll talk about maybe uh, some situations. I know we probably can't get into too much of specific details, right, uh, because we want to respect people's privacy and things like that, but maybe uh, some of the situations that uh, the Stephen ministers have dealt with, and then uh, some of the feedback, because um, I'm sure you get some, some feedback from people oh, yeah. in the community about uh, this program, this ministry, um, and what it brings to them. So thank you so much. If you're listening, uh, Nick Midelski here in Rochester at St. James Coffee. Stay tuned.
0: Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: know that your prayers today can still aid in the salvation of someone who died years ago? I'm Father Chris Alar. God is outside of time, and since he is all-knowing and all-powerful, he knows every prayer you will ever make and has the power to apply those graces to any point in time, past, present, or future. So if you have lost anyone, especially to suicide, and think that they are eternally lost, you can still help them. God can take your prayers from today and and give someone grace at the time of their judgment because he forever knew that you would make that prayer and he wants you to help them accept his offer of salvation. So there is still hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
1: And hello again, Real Presence Live listeners. Dick Medelsky here, rock and roll Rochester at St. James Coffee, speaking with Roxanne Klockula uh, from Holy Spirit Parish, also here in Rochester. And we're talking about the wonderful Stephen ministry uh, that Holy Spirit Parish offers in this area. We talked kind of about... Uh, some of the, the nuts and bolts in the background uh, of the program, as well as the training involved and the types of people who get involved in it. And now, uh, as I kind of said before the break, it'd be nice to, to talk about maybe some of the different types of situations uh, that uh, the Stephen ministers have been able to deal with. And during the break, um, uh, Roxanne and I were talking and she mentioned that she went through the training right before the start, <laughs> the start of COVID, um, and so they had to hold off a little bit, but by fall, right, uh, fall of 2020, you were able to to start getting the program uh, running.
2: That is correct. Yes,
1: and that's uh, when we
2: started. We offered our first training at that time.
1: A training, right? And that training, as we uh, mentioned, is ten weeks long. So uh, you know, um, takes some time to get going. It's it's worth getting uh, getting everything right, though. <laughs> getting everything in place uh, as as uh, you know um, anxious as we might be to start providing. A ministry. It's good to have the groundwork laid nice and solid before we uh, jump into something. So um, could you maybe let our listeners know what kind of situations the Stephen ministers have been able to help with uh, here in Rochester uh, since this program has started here?
2: Well, currently, our Stephen ministers provide care to individuals experiencing memory loss who hmm. are facing health issues that are not going to get better that are experiencing life transitions, such as a spouse going to a nursing care facility, uh, the aftermath of a divorce, the death of a spouse, and and the grief and the long-term grief that can accompany that. Uh, And and also we're seeing the effects of the isolation during the lockdown of COVID and how that has affected individuals uh, in terms of loneliness and depression so we're seeing hmm. a, a lot a lot of issues emerging as we come out of COVID
1: Yeah, absolutely that's that's one of the effects that people talk about obviously there was the the immediate effects right of people being hospitalized and some people unfortunately uh, passing away due to COVID but now we have a lot of that that mental health uh, baggage moving forward people dealing with that that isolation and depression you know unfortunately one of the other uh, causes of death during COVID times uh, was was suicide as well. Uh, people just yeah. uh, suffering from that isolation, or people, you know, uh, people who might be in in nursing homes or other kind of assisted care facilities, uh, being isolated and kind of losing the will to uh, to to live. You know, uh, frankly, so it's uh, it's been a difficult time all around. So it's uh, you know, it might uh, it, it it's kind of providential, really, uh, that you're able to start the program uh, when you did, uh, really, to help uh, help with that.
2: You know, I want to stress that confidentiality is a cornerstone of Stephen Ministry. And Stephen Ministers will not reveal the identity of their care receivers or what mm-hmm. is shared in their mm-hmm. meetings, not even to other Stephen Ministers, because confidentiality right. is the key to a trusting relationship. So mm-hmm. the only persons that know of Uh, a partnership between a Stephen minister and a care receiver is myself and that Stephen minister Hmm. so we keep it very confidential
1: that and that's very very important uh for people to be able to to feel like they can they can approach um the program and ask for some assistance um because we all we all need help um (laughs) in one way or another and it's nice to be able to um you know, that the, the people have that assurance there, that things are, things are kept private and confidential, as they should be, right? Um, that this right. Is a... I mean,
2: we all experience challenges in life, times when we could benefit from having a Stephen minister. I think one of the biggest challenges for us is people coming forward and, and asking for a Stephen minister, because I think the tendency is to say, well, other people, other people are more in need. You know, yeah. and 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 we can often minimize our challenges or what right. we're going through. And so, if there's one thing I really want to say today is that, please, if you are struggling, you don't have to do this alone. That's why we're here. And I I really encourage people to reach out to us here at Holy Spirit.
1: And if and if someone um, if someone felt that they would they would benefit uh, from from a Stephen minister, how would they? How would they go about that?
2: So anyone who is in need of a Stephen minister should contact myself or Father Tom Loomis here at Holy Spirit. And I would then meet with the individual. Uh, that person could, could come here or I could uh, go to that person's home to discuss his or her specific needs. And then I would ultimately pair that individual with a Stephen minister. Hmm. And I, I have to say that I rely very heavily on the Holy Spirit's guidance when pairing individuals.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I can.
2: It really imagine. A, it really is a spirit led ministry.
1: It it's has It's beautiful, to be. beautiful, and and fitting with the uh, the patron of the parish, right? The the Holy Spirit there, right? Um, right. That that's so involved. Um, so what's uh, I know. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? I see. See, I told you. I, sometimes I just get lost. I try and, try and go off script, and I get a little <laughs> lost. Uh, but uh, what's what's some kind of um, feedback uh you've heard again you know understanding that everything's confidential and you know can't give too many specifics but um what kind of uh feedback have you received from from maybe people who've received care or or known people who've received um been the recipients of this ministry
2: sure uh we have one care receiver who really appreciates the care and support that she has received during a time when her husband moved into memory care Uh so um they were they were living together in a senior living facility and all of a sudden you know that that apartment was too big for her so she needed to move he needed to move somewhere else and you know they've been married i think about 65 years and so that, that can really be traumatizing when all of a sudden you find yourself alone and it comes up quickly and unexpectedly. Uh, another care receiver is grateful that she has someone who is not a family member that listens to her fears and concerns as she deals with the recent diagnosis of dementia. Mm. That's a whole process of yeah. acceptance and dealing with those changes. Uh, and sometimes family, you know, can be in denial. And yeah. isn't always the best person to to talk with. Uh, another person, another care receiver, is facing serious health issues, and looks forward to the time that her Stephen Minister comes each week and listens and prays with her. That's mm. one of the things our Stephen Ministers will do: will pray with the care receiver and also for the care receiver. Mm. Um, and several care receivers have shared how important it is that a Stephen Minister is a consistent presence in their lives. Mm. They meet every week faithfully and the caring relationship between a Stephen Minister and a care receiver lasts as long as the need for care exists.
1: Mm.
2: Which is really important. Yeah. Because it can be that fear that, well you're only going to be here six weeks and then you're gone.
1: Right. You know,
2: so it's part of building that trust and um that reliability.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and like you said at the start, right, to step in in that, that after space, you need someone who's able to stick with someone as long as it takes, right? That's right. That's right. And so such, such a powerful thing to be able to, to step into that, that, that in-between space, you know, like Pope Francis repeatedly says, going out to the margins, right, uh, people who are often forgotten or feel forgotten. Um, and, uh, being able to just, you know, minister through that, through that gift of presence, through that gift of active listening, um, is just such a profound thing, uh, for people to have a a time in their life when they really, really need it. Um, so if, uh, someone, I'm sure, like you said, unfortunately, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, whichever way is, is appropriate to say, but, uh, only parishioners at this time, only parishioners at, uh that Holy Spirit can be involved and on the, uh, the minister side of things uh, with Stephen Ministry. But if someone is listening right now and thinks, you know, uh, my gosh, I've been trying to think of a, a, a program like this to fill this need in my parish to do something like this here, how would someone go about How would someone find more information on, uh, on how to set up a Stephen Ministry in their own parish?
2: Okay, well, you, you know, the first thing to do is to contact Stephen Ministries directly, uh, and they, they just guide you through the process. It's really very simple. Um, you know, there's of course, there's a fee, and you sign a covenant, um, and they provide the training for the Stephen leaders, and um, that's, again, very intensive and very thorough, because the last thing that we want to do is set somebody up for failure. Oh yeah. You know, we we want we want all of our ministers to feel confident and to be ready because you never know what situation you might encounter. Um, and so really you can go online to stevenministry.org and there's all kinds of information there and they do hold information sessions at different times. I know the information session I attended was in Wisconsin. Hmm. So I would um, I would really check into that and encourage other parishes, other denominations to get on board as well.
1: And that's uh, stephenministries.org. Stephen with a P-H. Some people spell it with a V sometimes, so I want to make sure uh, people know that when they're typing it into the Google box. Uh, That's stephenministries.org. Now, uh, someone who lives here in Rochester uh, who, uh, like you said, uh, thinks that they might benefit from this, um, being on the, the care receiver end of this, uh, how would they how would they reach out for that? Uh, what uh, what number would they call the, those sorts of things?
2: So the best thing to do would be to contact our office, our parish office here at Holy Spirit, and that number is five zero seven two eight zero zero six three eight, and to ask for either myself, Roxanne, or Father Loomis. Uh, And we also have information on our website, which is www.HolySpiritRochester.org.
1: Awesome. So HolySpiritRochester.org, if you're looking to contact uh, Roxanne or Father Loomis about... uh, about uh, receiving care through this. And I'm sure if, uh, if people have more questions about what, uh, what the process was like, how, it, how it's working, uh, would you be fine with them reaching out to you if they're thinking about starting this maybe in their own parish, uh, just to, you know, before they go through the formal process of contacting Stephen Ministries, uh, reaching out to you for just a little bit of the, you know, um, practical side of things? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning, And I'm glad it worked worked to have you on this morning because uh, as we were talking during the break, I know that uh, being in parish ministry uh, often means that uh, you don't make your own schedule at all. Um, And so, (laughs) so sometimes trying to schedule things far out doesn't quite work. Um, but uh, I'm glad this worked out because I think this is such a powerful uh, ministry that a lot of people can benefit from either being ministers or being care receivers um, because it's a blessing to be on either side of that uh, relationship. So thank you so much for joining us this morning.
2: Thank you for your time, and God bless.
1: And stick with us through the break. After the break, we're going to speak uh, about uh, Ukraine, a cause that you know is near and dear to my heart, if you've listened to me on air before, is a Ukrainian Catholic, the... Uh, the invasion of Ukraine and the uh, humanitarian crisis that exists there is something near and dear to me. So I'm glad uh, to be able to interview Edward Clancy of Aid to the Church in Need about the important work that they're doing there to help alleviate uh, a lot of the uh, the terrible effects of that war. So stay tuned with us through the break.